Hopfen. Welcome to the Paranormal Podcast with your host, Jen and Joe. What's up, player? How What's you going been? on, Jen? Thanks for cutting my lawn today. Hey, anytime. Joe anytime it's not raining is or the man because if it's this, warm out. The first time this season he's brought his tractor over and he uh, cut my grass and he rolled my lawn. All right. He rolled some grass, everybody. No, I'm kidding. Isn't that <laughs> the listener's going, wow, that's really exciting, Jen. I know, right? It has nothing to do with podcasting, paranormal, or ghosts, but I do want to tell you something that happened. What happened? Okay, so every time we have a show, I tell our listeners about the weird stuff that happens in my house. Oh. So I have all kinds of odd things. What's my No, I was thinking, should we introduce Candace? She's sitting here patiently. Oh, sorry. We have a great guest with us yes, today. We do. In the studio. In the studio. Yeah. Under lights. I love it when we have people in the studio. We have Candace X with X. us. Oh, X marks X. the spot. There <laughs> we go. Yeah. Hi. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, so, anyways, Jen, what happened? Okay. So, I, my sister and I went and played in this euchre tournament at like this church. She likes to play euchre. We've never done anything like this. So, we just went as a bunch of old people i almost <laughs> said old farce but <laughs> but we had fun right and um i got home at about 9 15 and i was like tired i'm like i'm just gonna put my pajamas on and just you know hang around it so i have a small house it's kind of like joe's house like it's small like this right so i walked down the hallway from the dining room to the um two bedrooms so i have a bedroom here and a bedroom here and i always see things in this one bedroom i've seen like my old friend who passed away i saw him in there a couple of times out of the corner of my eye you know how you just give the side mm-hmm. eye because all you the time. all the time i always up the side yeah, eye i have it at work all the time at that at the in this room and i look and i see a pair of khaki pants and some brown like shoes what like like jake from state farm <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to sell me insurance <laughs> And I just looked and I saw it and I just continued on to the bathroom because I was like, I don't even want to see it. I don't even see the rest. But I saw a pair of khaki pants standing in the doors, in the doorway. Do you remember? Uh, here it starts again. Do you remember when Sarah did her investigation at your house? Mm-hmm. Did they talk about that uh, the, guy, the guy that supposedly died? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did he wear khaki pants, do you know? Or? I don't know. Oh, so I wonder if you could find the old pictures or something. It's interesting because she picked up on on the spirit that kind of travels up and down Savannah Avenue. Like the Five Points area where I live, it's there's like a corridor. Like Savannah Avenue is a corridor for spirits for some reason. And this young man was coming through and he was shot or murdered in a Burger King parking lot, him and his pregnant girlfriend. And this was happened here in Toledo, supposedly in a Burger King parking lot. Don't know. Um, he was coming through, so I don't know exactly what he's wearing, but it was just really weird because all I saw was the legs, and I'm like, I'm not hmm. looking up. I don't want to see the rest. I just didn't want to see it. I was just, I'm like, I'm too tired, and I'm not in the mood right now. <laughs> <It's> like, whatever. <laughs> 
but I've seen ghosts in my house a lot, mm-hmm. right? Like Joe and I saw a definite black shadow come between us in the dining room and go into the kitchen. And we both saw it. We're like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> Just It's your house. I mean, I that's... know. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, well, that's funny. Like, I... Where do you where do you live? Where are you about? Like okay, you know where O'Shea's is on Sylvania, uh-huh. right across the street. Oh, okay. On that street that cuts through, okay. and um, had you know various strange things happen in there, but um, that's the latest. And who knows what's gonna happen when I go home tonight, right? Yeah. <laughs> Knocks, bangs, yeah. whistles. It's like you know, leave me alone. Afraid of the dead, though. It seems almost comforting to me. I don't know, you know if it's because I, like I'm not afraid, but I'd rather deal with them than the living. Sometimes that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Like <laughs> we lived in this house over on Colburn next to this church um, when I was mm, about 15. Mm-hmm. We moved over there, and in my room. It was a room that you would have to go through to get to the upstairs. There was a closet there, and you could see, like, the stairs. But you could hear music playing. And it was, Hmm. like, old elevator, almost like The Shining. It was almost like Uh that kind of jazzy kind. um, I don't even want to say jazzy. Kind of coming from the old sonographs, like, Uh I don't know. Yeah, it, and that's what it would it would sound like. No one was playing music or anything, but my wow. parents were getting ready for work one morning, and they were sitting at the dining room table, and my mom or my dad was bent down, and my mom was sitting up, and someone said, "Hi, <laughs> clear as day." Whoa! Like, like, and they both looked at each other, and you know, but. Another time, my mom was taking my brother to bed, and the dog was coming up, and something grabbed his tail, and he went, Heep! and he ran back downstairs. Like oh he, my it, there was always something going on. Um, my brother snuck a girl into a house one time. My dad came home work early. He was drunk, passed <laughs> oh. out. Somebody shook him and said, "Get up now!" And he oh woke up like, "What the hell?" and got the girl out in time. Yeah, it's, we've had <laughs> wow. like this sort of spirit or like a warning with one of us in our family for as far back as I can remember. And I don't know if it's my brother. I'm not sure. Um, we would like to think it is, mm-hmm. but then I would, I would like to think that he's somewhere else, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, but, it could be in both. Right. And yeah. it's just, uh, it's always been like, I've had dreams that um, have come true or have been warnings that, I mean, the timing that I was giving them, I don't think I could have, but I did warn my cousin about a car accident one time, and she ended up getting into a car accident when it was raining. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like premonition dreams. Absolutely, and I've had them a lot. um, Or I I can't quite figure them out until the thing happens. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's what they were trying (laughs) to say. And that's crazy to me, you know, like I wish, and it's frustrating almost. It's like, what could you do? And, And it's really hard. I don't know, but... Yeah, ghosts carrying, staying in your house. Like, it could be comforting. Mm-hmm. It yeah. could be annoying. And, you know, like, it doesn't bother me. It's like, just don't scare me, right? Yeah. Like, I always say, you know, I don't care. I, you know, we, we'd go do so many investigations and, and paranormal, you know, ghost hunts or Conventions, whatever. Conventions, ghost hunts, yeah. spend the night in prisons. And, did you guys do the um, spaghetti warehouse? Yes. Well, 
You did. Joe did. I did, and I was I had COVID at that time, and he but Joe went. I used to work there, and no way. yeah, and when I, you guys were there, and I really, really like wanted to to tell my story about it because mm-hmm. it was table number three, two or three, I think it is, or or whatever. I can't remember the number, but it was the third one in mm-hmm. the front, and mm-hmm. I always something. It was always happening there, and I was. We've heard that many times. Yeah, I climbed, from, cleaned up, and I heard someone say, "Ma'am, Claire's day," <laughs> and I looked, and there was no one awesome. there. Awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. We had we did an investigation on the third floor. I got goosebumps all of a sudden. <laughs> and we do this method called the Estes method, and what that is is you. It's sensory deprivation. I was in the trance. I had. The earbuds in, mm-hmm. in the spirit box, the SB7 spirit box. And that's a digital tool that we use that sweeps through the radio frequencies and the spirits can speak through that mm-hmm. tool. I had earbuds in, then I have uh, noise canceling headphones, and then I have blindfolds on. So I can't tell what's going on anywhere in the room. I can't hear nothing. Okay. I can't see nothing. All I hear is the spirit box. And then I just repeat stuff, what I hear in the spirit box. Third floor spaghetti warehouse. Mm-hmm. I had the best Estes method um, session, much session mm-hmm. that I've ever had. Really? I've got it on video and I'm <coughs> going to release it as a video. But every time I try to release it, it won't work. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. And it was... By far the best. I had, so we we record on our digital recorder. Uh-huh. Also, we record on camera when we do that. The guy that was asking questions through the digital recorder was getting EVPs, answering him through that, and I was repeating what the EVPs were saying and so on. Up. There's kids up there. There's little kids. Oh, my God. And... In the recorder, you can hear Harold, the guy that was with us, in the other room saying, Billy, are you here? Clear as day, you hear an EVP going, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, shh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, you're <laughs> oh, I just got really big swoosh of energy there. That yeah. is crazy yeah. because I've been up there to the yeah. third floor. Did you see the bullet holes in the yes, wall? It does. Yes. Yeah. Like, we went up there to get chairs, but like I am a nosy Rosie and oh, I love <laughs> I'm it. not I love the it. one you send up to a place where they don't want you to go. <laughs> right, like, I'm right. like, why don't you want me to go here? <laughs> I'm going to find out. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I just, I just looked around and it, it's crazy. Like, how old the stuff is up there, but the feeling that you mm-hmm. get as soon yeah. as you go up there, like I could feel things going on. We, I was in the head, you know, I, I call it in the trance right? because you're, you're actually, you can't tell what's going on outside. Right. They, they could all be pounding on stuff and I couldn't hear it. Well, so what noise do you hear? Do you hear just voices? Or is it just, it just no goes, Okay, so it, that is a and it's a steady sound, so it will yeah. put you in like a meditative yeah. strain. Mm-hmm. After a while, Absolutely. you actually don't hear that. Right. You hear because I was you're in hearing the playing field at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's time to play. I was hearing conversations in the background. I was hearing, and the one, um, I'm I'm sitting there listening, and I all I said was, "He's coming," and as I said that. Harold said, hey, it sounds like someone's coming up the steps. 
and I couldn't hear, you know, obviously I didn't know, I can't see, I can't hear anything that they're talking about. So I didn't know. And, but it is, it is the best Estes method I've ever done. Oh, I'm so interested. And I've been, like I said, me Have you tried to like record it, like playing on something else? Yeah. So I ended up deleting my whole program that I edit video with Mm -hmm. and I'm getting a new one and hopefully it'll work because I want to release it so people can see this. And Harold with Toledo Ohio Ghost Hunter Society, he did a version of it, but in my version, you can hear the EVPs from the recorder and I want to keep, I want to keep those in there right? so that people can understand that even what the, the camera and the recorder are two separate things and they're picking up things, different things, but yeah, that spaghetti warehouse is an awesome place. Um, we're going to try to get back in there and next time we're going to go straight to the third floor and start there. We're not even going to bother with the basement. Can I just ask one question about that place? Why is the basement so stinky oh my all God. the time? Okay, so that's the problem the why sewer. it's not being used. It's a, the problem is, it is that it's yeah, it's just coming stinks. in that room over by where the bathroom is. It's not draining, right? They're supposed to be doing renovations. But yeah, yeah. They've been saying that for 20 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. I had a chan- <laughs> During that investigation, I had a chance to go in the tunnels. And I'm like, yeah, I get to go in the tunnels. I walked in the back room. I'm like, I am not going in those tunnels. No. <laughs> no like, oh my God, get me out of here. Yeah, it's bad down there. Like, because the, <laughs> the cooler is right there where like the wine and stuff are. Yeah. So we would like draw straws and go down and get it. <laughs> I was like, you want me to go where? <laughs> Where's my nose plug? <laughs> it's gross. Yeah, I don't like it. But that's probably a big reason why they won't let anybody else down there. And yeah. it's awesome down there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the bars. It's cool. Like, I don't want them to change it, you know, yeah. like just. Clean it up and yeah. open it up the way it is because it's like going the back old, in history. It is. It yeah. is. Exactly. It's it would be so, nice so and, cool of a place know? to hang out. And it does have a really creepy vibe down down there. Like, Yeah, people are intrigued by it. Like mm-hmm. They yeah. want to go down Plus you got yeah. the ghost of the woman in red. You've got the ghost of a guy that hangs out near the ladies' bathroom. Yep, sure yeah. does. You know, and then whatever else spirits are down there that people don't know about. I would love to just set a camera up and just let it go, like, overnight. Yeah. You know, for like yeah. a And it would have to be overnight where it's quiet. Cause, yeah. Because I had that camera set up in the basement, but you can hear people walking upstairs and all that. Yeah. That's yeah. mm. so awesome. It is. All right. What else is going on? Let's hear some more. I, you, I, I'm feeling like super ghosty energy <laughs> <laughs> around yeah, I told you. you. It, finds, <laughs> it finds us all the time. I know. It started yeah. with my cousin, actually, and that side of the family, my mom's cousin. So do you know on Broadway on the South End where mm-hmm. that McDonald's is? Yeah. So before it was the McDonald's, it was actually my cousin's house that they grew up in. Like mm-hmm. it was torn down, obviously, yeah. and they rebuilt. Um, but before that, it used to be like a hospital that um, veterans, like yeah. during mm-hmm. something, used to go to or some something. Do not quote me on any of this. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm not sure. This is just what I heard. Hearsay. Yeah, Here's from say. family, from stories. But my cousin. She's had this ghost in her life since she was two years old. Wow. And it happened in this house. And um, she would come upstairs singing, like, these old songs and Mm -hmm. um, learned how to tie her shoes and learned her ABCs and 
her mom's like, where did you learn that? And she said, from my teacher in the basement. Oh. And, like, she would be in the basement playing. And um, one day she was riding her bike across the street and a car was coming and then something just pushed her all the way to the other side of the street. Wow. Um, another time the piano was playing. My cousin Kirk used to play the piano all the time and it would just play on its own. Like, wow. just things like this, you know? So, That's amazing. Um, but I was intrigued by that story at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very young age. My mom would tell me all types of stories. Like, we would walk everywhere or ride bikes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's a building, I guess, that a lady jumped out of. The two buildings that look identical, but they're like, you know, or they're mirroring each other mm-hmm. that are downtown. They come out, and there's apparently a window. But I also believe in the power of suggestion. Yes. So mm-hmm. when enough people <laughs> yeah. right. are saying that there's a shadow up there, you're eventually oh, yeah. right, right, right. there. Like <laughs> I, I still look for it when I go around down there. But um, yeah, my mom was real big into letting us know about mm-hmm. ghosts and stuff. So yeah. it didn't really scare us a lot, but it did follow us a lot. Um, like I said, it started with my cousin. Um. I had a dream two weeks before my brother died that I was getting married and my wedding dress, my wedding turned into a funeral. And oh, my brother oh was up my there. Gosh. Yeah, and that was crazy. Um, like things like dreams like that had been coming to me a lot. Uh, I did four years in prison. Um, I actually just celebrated my six-year clean date. Awesome. Go girl. Um, so I'm very... Congratulations. I'm pretty proud of that, yes. Yeah, so I treated myself to a laptop so I could tell my story because I think awesome. it's time and I feel ready. Yeah. Um, but uh, in there, I I learned a lot. Like, I let go of a lot of things that were keeping me in a box, mm-hmm. beliefs. Um, not that I don't respect anybody and what they believe. Mm-hmm. I believe whatever you believe you should hold on to, and I admire those who keep mm-hmm. hold on to to their beliefs. You yeah. know, like wholeheartedly, um, I do. I'm, I admire that. However, I didn't like the fear that mm-hmm. the religion that I was under was based on. Yeah, um, I I didn't feel right about that judgment. Mm-hmm. That's not my job. Yeah, it's not any of our jobs. Mm-hmm. I feel like. We should just live life and let live, right? Right. That's right. right. Quit Absolutely. being afraid of everything and having guilt about everything and just live your life. And guilt is what gets us, Ugh. right? That's I have the, the worst guilt <laughs> that all the time about everything. Oh, let me tell you, jaywalking and oh, no. not taking my mom to church You're tomorrow. Out guilty frequencies. I know. So that's I'm what like, I believe. Ah, get away. Guilt. I believe that anybody's religion or whatever they believe mm-hmm. works because they believe it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I, I think that the hardest part about manifesting things is the guilt, believing that you deserve it. Yeah. It's really, really hard. It I is. I don't know why we raise ourselves like that. Why do people we, raise people with right, we this don't. guilt? It's, like It's right away, right? Yeah. It's right away. We're, eventually, we learn to be good liars so we don't get in trouble, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's immediate. Like, I don't care who, what anybody says. People lie all the time it's they lie to themselves that's the worst part well right and And that's that's, like we were talking about before is that intention you put out into the universe absolutely it's gonna come right back to you absolutely it's a mirror yeah everything everything that you put out you give back Mm -hmm. and that was a hard one for me to grasp but when i did (laughs) oh my gosh it's just like everything 
fit together. Yeah. Really, really fun. So then I started, you know, getting in some more things. Uh, I read a lot of Sylvia Brown mm-hmm. about ghosts and about um, how we can have spirits that are there mm-hmm. constantly. And I don't really see the ghosts as much anymore, but I do get messages just like my brother's birthday was I'm sitting there thinking about him um looking for a good coin to scratch this lottery ticket that I bought uh that happened to be the number 28 or whatever and uh-huh. I look down and I have this thing where I look at dates on pennies I do it all the time. I do too and he, it was 77 oh. the oh year he was God. born oh. and I was like <laughs> sign and confirmation happy birthday yeah, yeah. here you go I know you're here you know and so that that was comforting and things like that. I, I do have those signs. Um, something happened to me when I was driving. One day I was telling you about, uh, I swear I had an out of body. Really? Um, yeah, like, no. I had this big thing. This water bottle fell underneath my pedal <gasps> and I was coming down uh, Detroit by door. Oh. And this car slowed down in front of me and I had to like push on the, the bricks and the bottle was under there and just without thinking like i literally like came out and i could see my body just do grabbing the bottle and hurrying up and stopping like i had to be an inch away from this car oh my lord and i was like how the hell like i was more <laughs> worried about what just happened yeah that i saw all of that that i was about like i was about to be clobbered oh, you know my like gosh. it was so crazy i couldn't believe like what just like no one's gonna believe this you know? <laughs> like, no. then, yeah then she comes in and tells me yeah and I'm like, yeah i believe you he's like yeah. i just had a guy on it. I love you. (laughs) I feel like I believe that when you're yourself and you're honest and you're open book about things, you attract your tribe and you kind of fit off the people that are judging you. Mm -hmm. I don't really care, (laughs) you know, but it does like you could tell who who's really interested or vibing the same way that you're vibing. Yeah. The universe will put you into places and with people that, they, that the universe need or that you need to be around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And whether it's to learn a lesson or to just have a friend or to, you know, it could be spark one idea like, hey, did you think about this? And then you're like, oh my God. And then the wheels start turning and I'm like, that turns into a book and there's a podcast. There you and, go. You know, like, it's you're are absolutely rolling. Right. And then the one ideas. day we're having a party for uh, February or a for uh fourth of july and we're in the jen's basement recording our first show and six years ago six years Going later on seven <laughs> how exciting i know man but that's it it's just this a journey spark, right yeah it's a conversation sure. and that's why i can't instill my kids enough i'm like life is about connection mm-hmm. it's connecting that's what we're meant to do like that is what we are absolutely put here on this earth i believe is to connect with other people and to obtain knowledge by knowing where to go to seek out what your problem is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, a, it's not yeah. necessarily, knowledge isn't your power, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's knowing enough people that you can call them if you don't know something, right? right? Or yeah. if you're like, okay, Joe knows all about ghosts, right? <laughs> or out-of-body experiences. And I happen to know this guy, just met him. So, of course, I'm going to be like, hey, so let me tell you what <laughs> You're going to believe this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's awesome. I mean, how yeah. often could you start out a conversation 
You know, yeah. I think people get so busy in in their worlds, and I'm guilty of this too, of just chasing the dollar, trying to pay bills, trying to work, 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 mm-hmm. and and you know, like I don't even know what I'm trying to achieve, right? I'm just in the cycle of like, and I've lost the connection with my friends, and it's I don't have fun. Becoming complacent. Yeah. You know, oh so. God, I'm just like I'm over it. I, think I just that's want one time. of my biggest fears. Is I just want time. Complacent, mm-hmm. right? Like I always complain. I just don't have any time, and I'm like, you know, I gotta figure a way to readjust the balance yeah and you go because right now i'm up here and i need but life cycles are like that i know but i'm tired you know and you could change one little thing yeah no i'm trying to figure out you could change one little thing or you could talk to one person that you've never talked to i may get a point to almost say hi to everybody that walks into work only because i know what it feels like to to have somebody know i exist yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i know that you guys have been there forever in a day Mm -hmm. oh yeah and they look so (laughs) miserable when they walk in that door and i know it's early and i don't give a shit just as you know chipper as i can be only because or as i say people's names i just i like i feel i am a strong believer that you never know if your smile might have changed someone yeah. i feel like that too and yeah. then i feel guilty if i don't smile at someone there's been <laughs> when's your birthday 222 are you serious yeah so you're pisces i am i like pisces yep. You got your little fish swimming in both uh, directions. Yeah, you know, we're emotional, we're sensitive, we like shoes. My best friend is a Pisces. Yeah. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. December 31st. I was, that's Sarah's birthday. Is it? Yeah. I have a friend who has the same exact birthday. Look at that. She's a Capricorn and she's that's awesome. very awesome. Yes. I, I kind of like us. Yeah. I do. Um, These I, are spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like um, oh man, someone once told me that I was a jack of all trades and a master of nothing, <laughs> and I, I've heard that, and I never really thought you know twice of it until like really started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, that's a shitty thing to say. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a it's shitty bas- thing to say. It's to someone. basically saying. You, you don't, don't know have any, any. You yeah. don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah, but see, like when Southern people thing. say, "Bless your heart," you know they're. You know what they're saying? They're like, "Oh, oh yeah, go blank yourself." <laughs> right. Absolutely. And so, like, I think, I think one of my favorite. Okay, so I've I've made a mantra for myself, and it's even when you become the master, you remain a student. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I am a jack of all trades. Like yeah. I will yeah. learn a lot of things. Look at me, machinery always, right now. Always learn something every yeah. single day. Every day, every day. And if yeah. it's not something that's gonna make you smarter, it can make you more social or know someone better. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. ask them something about themselves. the only time you grow is when you're learning. Absolutely. So I'm like, I'm a jack of all trades and a master of learning. Yeah. There you and go. I, I, like that. I like that a whole lot better. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I think it sounds pretty great. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, screw you. It's not like I didn't finish everything or learn. Like, and I don't, I didn't master it, but you know, I know enough and I can troubleshoot. It's not about the, the destination. <laughs> it's about the journey. Well, it's so, like, right? like the paranormal. I, People are like, oh, you know everything. No, I know a lot of little things. Right. I know enough little things because every week we talk about something different. Yeah. Okay. So I have to learn something every week. Right. And why just, wouldn't you? I just know a lot of little know a things. A lot of things about the things that you're talking yeah. about. I mean, 
talk to me about Bigfoot, talk to me about giants, talk to me about aliens. I know a lot of little things, you know? Right. Right. But I just, I love aliens. Um, But it, it goes back to intention. Like we said, whatever you put out in the universe, the universe will answer you. It's like your brain. Whatever you tell your brain, your brain's going to say yes. So if you're saying... You have to trick your subconscious. Yeah, if you keep saying, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, your brain's going, yep, you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like when a guy, when a girl tells a guy, hey, could you get me the ketchup? The guy's like, I can't find the ketchup. I can't find the ketchup. Where is it? It's right on the shelf, right on the, you open the door of the fridge, it's right there. I can't find it, I can't find it, I can't find it. And then a girl come out and open the door and it's, she'll say, it's right there. I wonder why you said girl and guy. Because, because it does happen that way Because guy, <laughs> because I'm waiting for Jen to say, because guys just, do it. <laughs> I'm keeping my mouth shut. I was baiting. Like, I will yell, like, like right just in waiting. Front I was baiting you, I wasn't taking your bait. But, I felt that one. I really did. I I'm was like, like I side no. eye. But, <laughs> I give but my anyhow, brother. I give my brother a is, hard time all the time. <laughs> but anyhow, it is true though. It is because yeah. you your brain will say, "Okay, you don't see it, so you will physically not see something." Right? Because and yeah. you keep telling yourself it's not here. Where's it at? Yeah. They're gone. Da, 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 da. Can't find my keys. Can't now, find my keys. I will tell you this though. You might be saying it in your brain, but a lot of times, I can't find something until I say it out loud. Yeah. Like I've lost my keys. I can't find them. And I, then I mm-hmm. find them like yeah. immediately when I say something out loud, then it just comes to it's me. It's called the re- reticulative activating system. Absolutely. I just, I have my <laughs> notebook. I wrote that down. <laughs> it is absolutely. It's like when you hear something, it auto- mm-hmm. automatically comes to your mind mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's used in manifesting things. Yeah. The law of attraction. That's mm-hmm. huge. And so if you start training your, your subconscious or your brain to think, other ways that's what you'll get yeah let's talk, attention. let's talk a little bit about the law of attraction because i have been on this journey like to to try to use that as much as possible because there's things that i want mm-hmm. in my life and i've had instances where i visualize something mm-hmm. and it happened mm-hmm. right like i needed a car and I asked the universe to send me a car, and I won a car. Wow. I mean, like, who does that, yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. No, like, works. I'm not Oprah Winfrey. I don't have Oprah Winfrey <laughs> got money, but I got a car, right? That's actually, um, I, I brought I brought something that saved my life. I want to see it. Uh, I brought this. <laughs> it's kind of falling apart. <clears throat> the secret. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um this book changed my whole entire view, perception, mm-hmm. everything. Um I still use it sometimes roll it when like I'm really I'll ask a question mm-hmm. and do it. But like I said, the hardest thing about manifesting anything is believing that we deserve it. Yeah. So visualizing it's said that if you can visualize something and hold it for 17 seconds, it's yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to do that, you visualize moving things. So if mm-hmm. you're visualizing a car, shifting the gear, right. you know, like really getting there that you're, you're doing it because it's hard to just sit there yeah. and focus on 
for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have ADD, so while everyone's having 60,000 thoughts, I'm having a million. Right. So, <laughs> triple that amount. Like, you do the math. <laughs> it's, that's why I talk a lot, and mm-hmm. it's probably going to help so much. But um, I literally had a roommate that was in prison with me, and she was there for, like, three years before me. And I was, like, a crying, frilling sorry for myself uh-huh. I wanted everybody else to feel sorry for myself i was in prison and right now me telling you guys this is not any by any means trying to get anybody to feel sorry for me because i don't need that so <laughs> um but i was there with no family i had uh two visitors my son before he moved back here to ohio this is in washington state okay um and then another was a friend that came to see me one time like and I was there for four years, so everybody was gone. There was no mm-hmm. one in my life. I was alone, so I would call home and cry and try to get pity, you know, mm-hmm. for all my my mistakes and mm-hmm. all the crap that I did to put me in there. But feel sorry mm-hmm. for me because I'm all alone. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, I would go back to my room and cry like a big blubbery baby. <laughs> and Boo-hooing. And my roommate right. was also a Capricorn of me. And I could tell yeah. was tired of hearing me fucking cry. Like, oh, sorry. Right. No, you're fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, Saying, so, you know, like, like a big baby. So she kept telling me about this book, and I just, I couldn't even read at this point. Like, Every time I would try to read something, my mind would start wandering and I'd start thinking about my kids and just cry, cry, cry. Um, and then I went to the part where I was spent like the first year plotting my revenge on <laughs> yeah. everybody and everybody because, you know, it wasn't me. It was everybody else's fault mm-hmm. when I got in there. Um, so anyways, I she kept hitting me this behind. I'm like, I can't read it. And then I remember calling my my ex um and a girl answered and, <gasps> yeah and so i was Hell just like no <laughs> <laughs> okay and i went back to my room and i started crying a little bit and she was like really aggressively i'm handing you a life preserver <laughs> take it and i was like tough love okay you know mm-hmm. so i started reading it and i was like okay manifest something manifest something. i'm in prison you're not allowed to smoke in there i'm mm-hmm. a smoker mm-hmm. um so i was like okay manifest something so i visualized smoking a cigarette while i'm reading this book not hard to do because it's something that i've done for a lot of years mm-hmm. and you know what i mean you know the habit and so yeah i'm reading this book and i was just thinking about a cigarette i lit it and just was yeah away um I don't know how many minutes later, because I was into the book, my other well, bad-ass roommate comes in, and she's like, do you know where we can find a lighter? Because I have a cigarette. <laughs> and I about wow. died. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, you know, I got it. I'm a blow dryer. How to get the coils hot. We're good, you know? And so... Smart. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we, you know, that's... I was just incredibly happy. Like, it was the first time that I felt my heart flutter in a long time. Yeah. And I, I could just see, like, my heart smirking. Like, okay, so let's try other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, 
by the way, let me, you want to talk about intention. I got to yeah. go back to this really all quick because right. this is like right before all this. I was still using um, when I went to prison. It's very easy. Mm -hmm. done um this whole put them in prison and you can use the whole time you're in there like it has to be your choice mm -hmm. to stop yeah so i was using um when i first got there and then i went to the big girl prison and they were telling me that i was going to be sent over to mission creek which is a work camp and um so they drug test you before you go over there mm -hmm. Oops. Um, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> right. So I get drug tested and I pop dirty. Well, they had like 54 other women on there that popped dirty. There was an outbreak of drugs in the prison. So they were all in the hole and they didn't send me to the hole. That's, they ended up sending me to Mission Creek. Okay. So I thought, okay, I got away with it. And I go to Mission Creek and um, I'm in Chow Hall and they come out and get me. And then they take me to the shoe, to the hole. And I was like, shoot. And mind you, like I had all these years, I was high and numb mm -hmm. <clears throat> for a long time. So I, you know, can start to feel again. My I, I started crying and all I could think about was my kids. And it had been a long time since I could feel that hurt. Like I yeah. cried and was emotional before, but this was something else. Mm -hmm. um, so I... I was just like, you know what? I'm not winning this. This isn't the life for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not, this isn't what I'm supposed to do. And um, so I said, I said, I'm setting an intention right now that every minute I'm away from them, mm -hmm. I'm going to make myself a better person. Like, not just about quitting drugs, yeah. but about things that I wasn't, you know, I was blind to. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like I said, stayed in this little box of the religion that I was in and everything. So being there, I was able to be alone, away from all influences. It was actually a blessing yeah. in mm -hmm. disguise to to be away from, you know, I'm not my kids, obviously. I yeah. want to be around them so bad or even see them. But um, being able to be away from all the influences that raised me or taught me. Mm -hmm. It helped me to forgive myself. Yeah. You know, finally. Yeah. Um, I was still calling home and blubbering and crying like a baby. And it wasn't until one of my uh, AA women told me, do you mind if I be frank with you? And I was like, I please, I don't, I don't want you to be George. And, um, <laughs> so she says, you... You know, you, you're calling home and you're crying and asking for sympathy from people that you ruined, like, their whole life. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined their life and you're asking them to feel sorry for you. Like, I was, I was pissed that she said this to me. Yeah, yeah. how dare she say that um, to Who are you, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Forget you, Frank. <laughs> and I went back and she was absolutely right. And that's what I was more uh, upset about mm -hmm. because she was right. She was right. And my middle son would not talk to me. And uh, so I told my sister-in-law when I called there, so just put the phone by his ear. And I was like, listen, Saya, um, I know I've spent a lot of years lying to you guys all the time. I was like, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm in here and I'm going to make myself a better person and I'll make a deal with you. I'll handle my business as long as you handle your business out mm -hmm. there. And we set that deal 
and he did fantastic and I did and I said and I'm not, I'm done talking I'm just gonna start showing you so I started sending home like evaluations and grades and mm-hmm. anything even you know not so great stuff because we're human and we're gonna make mistakes so I want sure. them to know that you know and uh definitely he he kept in his bargain and I kept mine but this book right here is literally what changed everything like I used to be the biggest pessimist and thought like that's okay you know if I mm-hmm. prepare for the worst then I won't be disappointed mm-hmm. right you know? exactly and what the book that she has in front of her is the secret yes. and you can tell just by looking at that book that it's been used many <laughs> many 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 times read time. about 450,000 <laughs> times yeah yeah not just that I I never um keep it for myself i shared it with a lot of women in mm-hmm. prison um because everybody deserves to know about this yeah right? mm-hmm. and i knew that this girl and she ended up coming back in for a probation violation which i talked to her about the secret and she was like oh my god i got less time i used everything from that book <laughs> i told her i said the judge is gonna give you this, this everything and she was yeah. like it was shocked because that shouldn't happen blah, blah, blah. and i was like i'm happy you know, that you came back with this testimony, it sucks that you came back, yeah. but, you know, mm-hmm. it was great mm-hmm. that I got to talk to her before I left because I was leaving um, to go back to Toledo to do my community service, which they weren't going to let me do, but mm-hmm. I manifested it, and not only did I do that, uh-huh. I blazed the way for other females. It was the first uh, Washington State uh, inmate to go to work release and get an interstate compact to come back home because they were telling people that you had to pick one. Mm-hmm. So either you filled out for an interstate compact four months into your ERD date release, uh-huh. or you can go your six months out to work release. And I said, why would you send me back home to a state? You know, like you don't really yeah. know it's up to my family to be a burden. Yeah. Like I should be able to go to work release and do this. And they're like, no, because it's work release. So I spent up. I spent all night looking at different rights and court documents, and I found a case out of uh, Florida and Maryland. And the judgment came out that the guy, because work release is still considered a correctional institution, mm-hmm. you can be, you can have an interstate compact, you can file for one. Oh, nice. So it was right, right there, right, and because this is federal, mm-hmm. uh-huh. so that's why I went and looked at every state. Like, no, you're yeah. not gonna tell me this, and I fought for it, and. So I was able to come home and do my probation here in Toledo with my family instead of having to stay another yeah. year there. Yeah, and um, not and only that, I got it to change for a bunch of women. So that's great. Yeah, sorry, I was like, you guys let everybody know. Inmate.com <laughs> is faster than any newspaper. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna tell you right now, word travels fast in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Speaking of Frankie, we had a ghost in prison named Frankie. I was going to ask you if you experienced any paranormal activity while you were... Absolutely. Absolutely, you do. And this was a newer prison or whatever, but it used to be a boys camp before that. And um, a young boy named Frankie Mm -hmm. had died. And I worked in maintenance there, too. And so there was this, like, wall behind something and it had like all these signatures of these boys oh, and stuff and Frankie's interesting. I, I can't remember how he died but um yeah things would happen especially yeah. in the laundry room yeah I don't know what it was but like he something about the laundry room I don't know if it was the warmth of it 
Mm -hmm. like could have been um but he would like push the car around or uh, turn the washers off and stuff like that everybody would always just say it's frankie (laughs) (laughs) it's just frankie and that's yeah (laughs) we were into stranger things in real life you know outside (laughs) like like ghosts but yeah that was definitely over in the big prison though yeah yeah i was thinking about that because me and jen have spent a lot of time in prisons voluntarily right. <laughs> you know uh, we spent the night in what? west virginia state penitentiary and that's where jen got her attachment yeah in the sugar shack mm-hmm. really oh so creepy down there like it's the sugar shack so it's the basement it's, of the penitentiary mm-hmm. and it's just this giant room uh-huh. giant room that um you know since like the early 1800s to modern times before they closed the prison they would just it was a free for all. They just throw yeah. prisoners in there. It's pitch black. You can't see your hand this far in front of your face. Wow. What it was was they didn't have enough guards because the overcrowding that they had there. It was the prison was designed for two people per room, and it was up to four people, sometimes six people That's in one I room. Was in four, four to a room. Yeah, and it was they would just put tiny cells. The people was... in the basement. Yeah, and instead of putting a guard down there, they would just lock the door so that nobody can get out. It was a free for all, mm-hmm. basically, and the energy down there is so dark. Yeah, it's I was so thinking scary. that'd be a great place to activate your third eye. Yeah, yeah. In the pitch black. Yeah, and it was. I didn't like it. I'm like, get me. As in, you'd know for sure if it was activated because I bet you there's a bunch of stuff down there. Oh yeah, there was. Mm, I'm sure something attached itself to me. I was. Yeah. So why? Why would you feel like afterwards? It, it took about two weeks after we came back. I just didn't feel like myself. I was just having weird thoughts and I wanted to drive my car off a bridge and, you know, I just was like super down and I just, I was, I, I felt like something was inside me just pulling me down, yeah. pulling me down Ugh, physically, like <laughs> all the time. And then we went to a conference and there was this Native American shaman and he came over and he did this cleansing all of a sudden I just felt like, woo, like the light. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, light came over to you voluntarily. Yeah. So you knew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time um, with Native Americans and I was in prison. Mm-hmm. Like I have one of my, couple of my roommates. Yeah. Native Americans. So like been on the res and reservations and we've even like powwows. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And then yeah. like I always feel something when I hear these women sing. It's just absolutely something i was coming out of them <laughs> yeah and i could just feel it and see it and well, there's, know, music just uh, cleanses my soul man. yeah mm-hmm. it's like they are so connected with the earth and the spirit oh, right where we're just connect trying to connect <laughs> to what we don't know <laughs> right like and uh, so yeah it, it, just, is, just, it was interesting you know, it was, i am I am. Yeah. Oh, like that's. Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah, definitely. And we go down a whole other rabbit hole with that. I know, like <laughs> rabbit holes. We could, and I could, I could, yeah, I could tell you things about that too, about owls and eagles, and when seeing them, mm-hmm. and how I saw an owl, their messengers. Um, so when I was in prison, I had this dream. My aunt Pat passed away a few years before this um 
and I had a dream about her in this old house that she lived on on Federal Street on the east side. And she, I was laying on this like chase, and she came up right on top of me, and she said, "He's going crazy." And I was like, "What?" And it's like I just woke up, and she's like, "He's going crazy, and he's got a gun." And I thought she was talking about my uncle Ted, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then I woke up, and I told, I told my roommates like immediately. My cellie's like, "Dude, I just had a dream about my aunt Pat. Dude, she's said he's going crazy. He's got a gun." I was like, "She passed away." Just telling me something or whatever so mm-hmm. i tell i call my mom home and i tell her and she was like oh uncle ted's here right now she's like well ted sissy had a dream about it pet says you're going crazy blah blah, blah and laughed about it da, 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 da. two days later some they call me like you need to call your mom oh no so i call my mom and um sorry it's okay it's <laughs> okay um, I call my son. She's like, I can't tell you. You gotta call grandma. Oh um, no! Right? And I'm like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> so I call her, and she said, Uncle Ray died. He shot and killed himself. Oh, lordy! This happened in Rossford, over here. And he did it when my aunt was gone. He called the cops and told them that he was gonna do it. Oh, I used my hands a lot. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I I lost it because, first of all, I can't run to the situation. Or mm-hmm. Right, my yeah. yeah really. and that's, like, the worst freaking feeling in the whole entire world. I found out, this, like, my second mother passed away, and that tore my heart right out. Um, actually, it was just her the anniversary of her death on my brother's birthday. Oh, oh. my gosh. Yeah. It, it, things like this happen yeah. all the time. They run together. It's just... You know, great. So, but, got it. Um, so, where was I? So, anyways, yes, he, the, she was warning me. Yeah. Wow. She was warning me. Yep. Like, like prepare yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I cannot shake that dream. Like, mm-hmm. I could still see her, like, coming right down in my face. Like, details. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That was my aunt. Like, mm-hmm. And the dream was vivid enough that you would, remember every aspect of it absolutely details like Mm -hmm. i'm sitting here and i could tell you that there was a cup of iced tea on the table with the ashtray that my power like it yeah weird everything and it was it was a warning and had i know but here my mom's like yeah uncle ted she said you're going crazy (laughs) yeah that's the wrong uncle yeah Yeah. (laughs) and pat you got the wrong uncle (laughs) i would have never thought though i would have never but that's yeah i have those dreams mm-hmm. and those premonitions so, and do you feel like you have any psychic abilities do you feel like i feel like if i tried i probably would yeah i do spells that come true mm-hmm. i i did a finding spell from when we thought my brother's girlfriend was missing and mm-hmm. immediately like sh- as soon as i got there she walked up to yeah. me it was just Wow. Crazy. Could, yeah. you, could you find the lottery numbers? <laughs> I'm working on that. Okay. Immediately. Actually, we'll do it together. <laughs> yeah. I think we should. I just the triangle right here. I just yeah. Three, Let's manifest three some is my, yeah. my favorite number. Because she needs to get out of that factory before so she So do turns. you, Joe. Yeah, I'm working on that. that factory will never turn me, Joe. <laughs> 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 I plan to turn the factory. Ten, That's years, right. ten years ago, I said I'd give myself a year. 
I feel like I'm needed in more ways than one around there. Yeah. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the production. But mm-hmm. yeah. even though, second shift, you guys are killing me. If anybody's listening, <laughs> just change your tools, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, Joe's always like, I can't have a thing with my heart's well, broken. I had a and thing. I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying, but I get what you're saying. Now, I can't tell you who it was that came up to me and talked to me because I told him I wouldn't tell anybody. Oh, that's awesome. But I come into work and, well, the day before, I was thinking to myself, should I do the book about Jackie or should I do the documentary about Wolfinger Cemetery that I'm working on. And I just told everybody on that's listening that I'm doing a documentary about Wolfinger Cemetery. Edit. Don't copy me. Do Edit. not copy. No, I know more than about. You know who's going to hear this. So anyways, <laughs> I told, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like thinking to myself, should I do the book? Should I finish the book or do the documentary? Just as I'm thinking that, now I'll tell you the story after we get off here. Just as I think that, two rows over, and in, in, in our factory we have rows of machines, so two rows over, someone's radio starts playing REO Speedwagon, mm-hmm. which Jackie, I'll tell you a story about Jackie after, because our listeners like here, he's always talking about her again. Yeah. But, That's um, your best friend, yeah. 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 And all of a sudden that song started playing. Well, shoot. And I could hear it. Now, I could have walked up front, I could have done all this, but... I heard the song. So I'm like, that's a song. okay, Jackie, I'm going to do it. Well, yeah. the next day I come in and I know the listeners don't understand, but on our machines, we have these brackets that hold the parts down. One of the tools that comes in is called a mill and it shaves the part. Mm-hmm. It was beating the heck out of the fixture. So it was tearing it up and I come into that. So I had a person that fixes them come up and I told him that story for some reason, in my mind, I'm like, tell him, tell him. You know, I uh-huh. kept hearing my, he went on to tell me a story about his life that blew my mind. And he's like, I've never told anybody this before. Yeah. But he told me stories about things strange that I can't go on the air and talk about yeah. because he, I told him, I wouldn't yeah. tell anybody. But the strange coincidences, right? The, the coincidences of me just for some reason coming in and the machine being broke. So I had to call him. And then for me to bring that up to him, which I never talked to him about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, we stood there for over an hour talking about his life and the things that happened to him. And it blows my mind. Yeah. And it's like we say, if you put that intention out for some reason, all these things happened yeah. so that at that, at that, so that he would tell me that story and he's like i feel so glad i told someone oh i'm gonna tell oh i want to talk <laughs> i gotta come back yeah yeah i gotta i just want to say like i oh man just you saying one of one of my favorite questions to ask people is if i had a genie mm-hmm. right here and they were able to remove one horrible situation horrible thing a person something remove something from your life what would it be? Mm-hmm. And I've been asked this question before. That's why I asked yeah. this one. Um, because it, it takes a lot of thought, right? Like, yeah. I think about it. I couldn't remove anything. Yeah. Because every single bad thing that happened put us right here. Yeah. Yeah. In this exactly. moment. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. 
rather not, you know, like even even when there's bad things, it's like, okay, this too shall pass. It's, mm-hmm. I know it's really cliche and nobody freaking wants to hear that shit, yeah. but yeah. it's true. It is. Like nothing stays the same, good right. or bad. Today might be a bad day. Tomorrow might be the best day of your life. One thing you could count on, change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, that is one thing that I can count on yeah, immediately. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah, going to happen. I mean, think about one thing that happened years and years and years and years and years ago. And if you wouldn't have done that, your life would be completely different right yeah. now. Credit and cards. Good credit or, cards. Credit cards. <laughs> Good or oh, bad, I though. I really talk to you about but, credit cards. I got screwed because this whole COVID, COVID thing. Yeah. I, you know, you bank on getting, like I told you, mm-hmm. your income tax, right? So yeah. I had my credit cards. I was in between jobs at the time. I was just doing stagehand work. I wasn't getting a lot of calls or something. Um, I ended up using my credit cards because I'm like, I'm looking at a lot of money coming back from my income tax, and I'll just pay them off. Right. Right? Before it builds up. and I ended up not getting my income tax until... December. Uh, right. Yeah. So I'm not banking on that. <laughs> right, exactly. But things do happen in the universe that help me out all the time. Anytime yeah. I need something, well, I don't like to put mm-hmm. need out there because that's one thing I was going to tell you. Yeah. If you say, I want, I want, I want, the universe will give you more want. Yeah. Yeah. It's those words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. understand apostrophe words. Either. Yeah. Don't, can't, won't. Right. So you have to say things like, I desire. Or mm-hmm. set an intention, mm-hmm. or say I'm grateful for that car mm-hmm. I won, even yeah. though you haven't had it yet, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the end result that we have to think yeah. about. And I know I wanted to come on here and talk way more of a <laughs> We'll have you on again. We've flown yeah. it all around. I know. <laughs> I do that. I've ADD, everyone, and this happens. I like it. Though. I like it. I lo- my brain's like that. I switch no, gears all the to. time. Mm-hmm. But, to. you know, the one one thing about the law of attraction is that you're, like you said something about the subconscious. It absorbs everything you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think the good thoughts, right? That's right. right? Don't think, I can't, like Joe said, I can't, I can't find my keys. Can't find my keys. You won't find your keys. Say, I'm a, you know, yeah. I have my keys in my hand. Oh, if you oh, want yeah. something, live your life as if you've accomplished that already. Absolutely. Yeah. The end result yeah. is mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where it lies to. But don't be upset about the bad thoughts because bad thoughts are a good thing. Yep. Sometimes. Yeah. Every single to. thing that happened in your life got you to where you are now. Absolutely. Good or bad. And if it's, if you feel that you're in a bad place right now, make that change. Right. Change happens in a second. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes we just have to let the bad thoughts run through. Feel that. Remember to feel, guys. I'm not even kidding. Feeling is so underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really here's is. Here's a good, before we let you go, though, here's a little life coach thing. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and listener, I want you to do the same thing. Okay. Hold your hands out. How big's a windshield? Yeah. You think of a windshield. How yeah. big is a windshield? Yeah. Yep. How big is a rear view mirror? Right. Right. You can focus forward. I screwed that up. I'll do you, it over. You can focus forward. No, no. You can glance back, but focus forward. That's what yeah. it is. See, it took me. You, you go. got it. Yeah. Absolutely. But Candice, we want to thank you for coming in. Thank it's you been a blast. So much. This is amazing. And we have to have you back because we, we have will. so much more to talk about. I do. We do. Yeah. I feel for like sure. this was just the intro. It's the tip. <laughs> yeah. It's the tip. <laughs> the start of a whole new thing. Oh, she is going to end up having her own show. I can see yeah, us. And she's going to sure. talk about her life. And she's going to help other women 
that are going through what? the same thing. We, women need to take power back. We're yeah. taking our power back. Oh, uh, we. Uh, what, yes, what you is, need to take the power back to go clean. Mrs. Maisel says. <laughs> Mrs. Maisel says. I mean, what if it turns out that we've been in charge the whole time, but no one told us? Right. <laughs> exactly. No. Mm-hmm. The man has been there to tell you. I would you. tell you. I like. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. And before we let you go, please, 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 get on our website. Right below the play button, you will see a little sign yeah. that says Jen's Poshmark page. She's got tons of stuff for sale. Yes. She's got great sales going on. Yes. So if you want to find high-end clothing yes, so at I have a lot of garbage <laughs> bin prices. Oh, I shouldn't say oh, that. Oh, we dumpster diving, are we? We talk about putting out intention. <laughs> Intention for sale. No, I, you know, I have a lot of new items and merchandise and um, definitely check it out if you want to use. I'm shopping at Jen's. Yeah, yeah. you shop in my closet. You guys can have what I don't take. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're new to Poshmark, I do have a code. It's H-A-P-P-I-E-22. Use that code for $10 off. Um, you will get $10 off your first sale, All your right. um, purchase. All right. And. We want to leave you some with crud. I love the song. Reality. My favorite intro song. And And we want Dana. Dana did take some steps. We are taking or sending well wishes and positive energy to Dana from 60 Second Crash Crud. um, Bad Hurst. The Ruiners. All the new shows. Dead and Five. Yeah, good vibes. Namaste. Absolutely. Thank you, Candice. Let's listen to Dana play some reality. Let's do it. Bad ass Dana on the bass. Rock and roll forever. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs>